The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Messy Mike. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by Messy Mike. Howdy, howdy. How's it going? Good, how are you doing? Good. What the hell is going on here? Uh, wait, we playing with our phones again? I, I can't find the show. I got the alert, Just but I can't find the show. Pit Life. I understand this, but usually it comes right up in the feed. Uh, you, must, you. you must have T-Mobile. Low-tech man in the high-tech world. Uh, so, what's going on? I know you're playing with your phone. Nothing. There we go. We're in, we're, we're in too good. Perfect. And it's lowered? You don't have to worry okay. about the volume okay. with me. Okay. Mine's off, too, so that's good. Check yourself at the door. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I had to go a little dark disappointment today. and you know. hey, Back on the drunk, huh? Yep, yep. Boy. Yep. <laughs> Got a flu shot, though. First flu shot I've had probably my whole life or, or since I've been an adult. Yeah, I have it going the past couple years, Didn't want but to I do don't it, need but one. Yeah, because you're outside all day and you're yeah, by I'm yourself. Yeah, I'm not in the, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you work in an office setting, whatever, yeah, okay, you're around the people all day long. Yeah. I deal with the guys that work, you know. For an hour, and then I'm on. And the you road. don't care if you get them sick. <laughs> so, no, definitely. Then you don't leave. Matter. Go home if you're sick. Yeah, he talked me into uh, it. Let's see, Mike C. What's up, brother Ryan K- Kent? What's up, Mike J? Patty, happy birthday, Patty! Happy birthday, Patty! He- and so I am looking pretty dapper today, Kent. Thank you for noticing. So today's show is not just barbecue. No, this is one of my favorite things. I've been thinking about this all day long, and I have never met a piece I didn't like. That's 100%. Of that, too. That's 100% true. <laughs> and we also are going to be talking from a gentleman across the pond today as well. Where across the pond? He is in... Because normally across the pond is England. So, Ryan is normally across the pond. Okay, so he's in Denmark. Denmark. Yes. yes. Either, um, is Copenhagen in Denmark? It's a capital, yeah. Okay, so yes, perfect. All right. He's in um, Denmark, Copenhagen, Denmark, um, and he's it's a... It's not just a tin of tobacco. <laughs> it's a legit place. So, yeah, uh, I was a Kodiak guy. And um, and he's technically a Baconista. He's a professional Baconista. Um, anything that you can possibly do with baking, um, bacon, whether it's, you know, what to pair with it, uh, recipes for it, um, you know, just making it in different ways. Um, that's who we're talking to. And his name is Alan Youngstrup. Very good. And I, I hope I said it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, can you hear us, brother? Yes, I can hear you. All Excellent. right. All right. Welcome. Welcome. And he's not Thank driving. You. No. No. He's stationary, which is fantastic. Yeah, well, it's almost midnight where I know. he is. I know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so what, what time is it? Is it 11.03? Technically? Yes, it's 11.03. Okay. So. Six-hour difference, eh? So Perfect. Ryan's five hours yep. after Ryan becomes six. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Now, um, tell me a little bit. So, a, you're a bacon, you're a baconista, a yes. professional baconista. 
What is a Baconista, first of all? A Baconista is, in, uh, in, in my opinion, uh, a full-time person who involves and spend a lot of time in uh, thinking about bacon, eating bacon, and uh, producing bacon. Huh. So yeah. it's everything around bacon, where you go very deep into the art of bacon. Wow, because you don't look like, like you that. eat a lot of bacon at all. <laughs> no, no. John looks like he eats a lot of bacon, but... <laughs> yeah, but it's not the bacon who's the, who's the sinner. It's the sugar. Everybody knows it's the sugar is the sinner. It's not the bacon. Oh. It's not barbecue. It's not the meat. It's the sugar. See, because what, what's the popular diet now? Keto. Yeah. What's keto? All meat, vegetables. Oh, sure. Okay. No bread, sugar, yeah. all that stuff. You cut that right out. The protein in the meat is what get is good. It's good for you. Okay. It's just wow. All right. Well, we learned something valuable today. Yeah, well, the problem. If I may uh, add a little thing, if you eat sugar, then you burn the sugar first in your body. You don't eat the you don't burn the fat. But if you don't eat sugar, then you burn the fat in your body hmm. first. Okay. Okay. Now, how did you get started into everything about bacon? Well, actually, I've always been interested in uh, in cooking. Uh, I always been yeah interested in foods, and then uh, it appears to me I think it was five six years ago when I thought that the bacon you bought in the shops in Denmark that was not quite good. I thought you could you can do this better. It must be much easier. Uh, to make bacon that actually tastes good instead of this mass-produced industrial uh, bacon. So I started uh, where everybody this nowadays starts. I start to Google. <laughs> how do you how do you make bacon? He's not lying. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's the way it is. That's how it works. And then uh, then I just tried to make uh, the first batch of bacon at home, and I thought it was amazing. And then I think maybe I can do it a little bit better. And then I try it again and again and again, you know. And then I kept going into what actually happens. How do you produce the best bacon? And then I started, that was not only Google, but I also bought some very uh, high-level books about the how it works in a smoke oven, how salt is actually uh, works on a very scientific way, and how also this aging process that bacon has after you smoke it, you age it, how that also works. And then I just thought, why not go out and start my own bacon business and just make the world best bacon? So I quit my job. Uh, rented a small uh, butchery close to my hometown in, in that south part of uh, Denmark, a few hours away from Copenhagen. Uh, and then I just started to uh, to produce bacon. And that was in 2015. So, uh, so now I've been on this game for four years, uh, producing bacon like, yeah, hell. <laughs> <laughs> testing a lot of and uh, done bacon from also many different kinds of breeds of, uh, of pigs and uh, yeah just experimented a lot 
So yeah, it to go back, it actually started that I didn't like the bacon that I could buy in the shops. So okay. why not do it yourself and make it better? Now, is the bacon that you buy there? Is it like the bacon that we buy in like in the in the supermarket? Yeah, I think it is. Okay. It's, it's 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 most uh, standardized all over the world. Uh, not in all countries, of mm-hmm. course. Some are not even bacon. So now you're but, making bacon, and um, you're are you selling it to you know um, your stores locally? And I also read that you're um, supplying some of the um, some high level restaurants as well. Yes. Yes. Uh, high level restaurants, high level shops, and uh, then I also sell. On my web shop in Denmark, also. Okay. What do you say? A web shop? Did you say web shop? Yeah. Okay. What do you call it? Uh, well, web shop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah an, an online website. An yeah, online an online. Store. Yeah. Online okay. web shop. Okay. Yeah. Huh. And I uh, actually this uh, I also have uh, a Christmas calendar with bacon. Ooh. Ooh. That could be a fantastic. Uh, Christmas gift. <laughs> I actually have two. I started out with one kind of Christmas calendar, which had uh, ten different kinds of bacon in it, and it was supposed you should have uh, two packs of bacon for each Sunday. You know the four Sundays they are before Christmas. Mm-hmm. They're called something, and uh, I don't know the English words. The four Sundays before in the Christian. Oh, is that like the? Well, well, we have the the, the Advent calendar, which is the yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Advent wreath has the right. four candles in the in yeah, a, and often with the Catholic yes, yes. Church. Yeah. They the sell Advent. candy calendars yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So you're telling me you have a bacon Advent calendar? Yeah, uh, that I started with in 2016. The year after, in 2017, I made a, a real Christmas calendar with 24 different kinds of bacon. Holy so different. Oh, I have, oh, you ahead. can shut up right now. <laughs> 24 different types of bacon. Yeah. See, what are some of the examples of like a straight baking, a... Uh, maple bacon, uh, candied bacon, things like that nature? Uh, yeah, but also mostly that the bacon I produce is from different kinds of pigs. Uh, oh. if, you go, if you go in and look uh, how I'm looking at bacon, then I see uh, the life cycle of bacon actually starts with the pig. How is the pig raised? What kind of breed is the pig? Uh, is it a pig that goes outside or is it an inside pig? And how is the pig slaughtered? All of this and how old is the pig going in the forest, fields and all of this. Uh, the next thing is this uh, that uh, production matters. How do you salt it? How do you smoke it? And how do you age the meat? Uh, after this, then you actually go into the cooking, that the cooking matters. So it goes from the birth of the pig and right into your mouth. All of this is a kind of a yeah, life cycle of bacon. Wow. Uh, I am blown away right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you, it, it truly is. A, this. 
science. The, the science of bacon, yeah. how you put it. That is absolutely amazing. Now, like, what's the time cycle from start to a finished product? Uh, it depends, again, uh, because uh, uh, how thick the bacon is depends on how long you need to age it, but also what kind of profile you want the bacon to end up with. Uh, if, you, if you want a kind of a dry bacon, that is not so much uh, juice in it, it will definitely take longer. I have some bacon that I'm uh, probably it took me, it was aged for 60, 70 days or something. Wow. Uh, then I produced some that was aged up to, was it 90, that's 180, that's more than 225 days or something that was aged also. Uh, then I have bacon that is aged just in 30, 35 days or so. So it actually also depends what kind of yield and flavor you want to get out of the bacon. And here you also uh, come into, uh, <clears throat> you can say, what kind of breed the pig is and what the pig has been eating. Because that also shines through when you eat the bacon at the end. For example... Uh, I have a local guy here in Denmark who produces pigs where he feed them with cherries. Ooh. Every day the pig gets some cherries. And then you think, will this pig taste like, uh, will it be a cherry-flavored pig? Oh, no, it will not. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. will. But the, but the bacon I produced from this one had some flavor notes of blackberry. And remember, the, the way wow. I produce bacon is that I only use salt and I, cold, and I cold smoke it, and then I age it. So I don't put any additive, you know, nit nitrate or mm -hmm. whatever crap you can put in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's all uh, all natural uh, way of doing it. So I really get the flavor out of it. I also uh, uh, dry salt. I only dry salt because I think it gets the best result out of it. I tried to uh, to do it in a, in a brine also, but that uh, I, I don't like it in a way. It seems like it's drawing out some flavor of the pig. Yeah. If you do uh, if you do a brine in a brine. Uh, I have another one, uh, another kind of bacon I produced. It was from uh, the pig was a mixture of a Kuna Kuna, who is a pig from New Zealand, actually originated from China, I think. And uh, there was also some kind of, uh, I think it's called a Danish black spotted pig that was also in this pig. So it's a mixture of two different kinds of pigs. Wow. It had the flavor of roasted peanut butter. Oh, uh, Jesus. And this, it was it, it yeah not like it was bursting with uh, with uh, roasted peanut butter, but mm -hmm. it had some kind of aroma, uh, small flavor to it. And it this this pig I got from uh, some local farmers near Copenhagen actually, who uh, who only had five or six pigs and they were just going out in the wild and they were slaughtered at the farm, and then they were hanging. I think it was one week uh, just to get the meat 
getting uh, getting more mature before I got it, and then I salted it and cold smoked it. Oh, that's interesting. So, Alan, just hold that thought for one second. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. Attention, cigar smokers, or even friends of a cigar smoker. If you're looking to relax with a nice premium cigar or looking for a great gift for a cigar smoker, this is the gift that keeps on giving. Our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com have created the Cigar of the Month Club. For just $24.99 per month, you or your friend will receive four different premium handmade cigars every month. And shipping and handling is included. Go to TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com, and go to the Cigar of the Month Club. You can stop anytime because there's no contract. But you won't because this is a tremendous deal for our listeners. Go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com, and click the Cigar of the Month Club. At the same time, if you want to learn about the cigars you receive each month, you can smoke along with them on their own podcast called The Cigar Authority. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a nice premium cigar from our friends at twoguyscigars.com. All right, and we are back. Do I, Ed, am I out, sound all right? I moved the mic by accident. You sound fantastic. Johnny, you're loud enough to carry over. Yeah. You're fine. You don't need no microphone. Oh, so why have I <laughs> holding these earphones the whole time? Alan, you still there? <clears throat> yes, I'm Fant- still with you. Fantastic. So let's, let's get into um, this book you have. Yeah. So it's called, um, is it Bacon Moments of Happiness? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Tell us a little bit about the book. Well, uh, the book is actually, uh, uh, what can you say? It's uh, it's taking all the knowledge I have gained through the through all the years that I've been into bacon. Uh, it starts, of course, with something about the flavor of bacon. Then it goes into different kinds of pigs. And then I go into a kind of a scientific, but yet very easy to understand how the process of producing bacon uh, is uh, regarding how you salt and how you smoke and how you age it. After this, I give you some very practical, uh, practical ways of how you can set up your own bacon empire at home. Then I go into showing the 22 classic and peculiar types of bacon who are all, uh, well, it's something that is with the dehydrated orange, there's some with whiskey and other stuff. Then I go into uh, a kind of the bacon that I think will blow your mind, as I told you earlier with the cherry pick and uh, and the Margalitza pig, and so on, that I have 16 different kinds of pigs that I produce bacon from. Uh, then I go into the recipes part, where I spend a lot of time developing how you will get the best out of bacon into, the, into cooking. Of course, also how you fry bacon best, how you do it best, uh, and then uh, I goes into different kinds of recipes 
with breakfast, uh, pintos, sandwich, barbecue. I go into main courses, desserts and cakes. Finally, the book goes in about and touching uh, bacon and booze. Uh, I think it's important part that uh, booze tastes good. That is beer and whiskey. Bacon tastes good, so you can actually pair those together. Uh, I like that part of the book. <laughs> that's really good. And then I ended off with what I call the uh, the bacon. I'm not sure about the English word. I think I call it the, the bacon tasting guide. It's actually a one-pager where I show you how you actually should taste bacon if you want to go in and identify the flavors that actually aren't bacon. Because if we come back to another thing, most people think that bacon is only salt and smoke. But if you produce bacon in the right way, and if you produce it from some kind of uh, different kinds of pigs, then you can actually get some very good flavors out of the bacon that are not only salt and smoke. And of course, everything is a balance in life. And also in bacon, there has to be a balance between the salt and the taste of the pig and the, and the taste of the smoke. Now, what All these things has to be in, in balance. Yeah. Okay. Now, what kind of wood do you use to smoke the bacon? I use, uh, I'm not sure of the English word. Uh, uh, we call it a uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm actually not sure what the English word is. That's a good. Uh, yeah, it's. I think it's. It 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 is in a normal kind of wood we have in Denmark and we use for smoking with. I know in the US you use hickory. Okay. And you use uh, apple wood. That's mm-hmm. that's quite uh, huge. In Denmark we yeah we also use different kinds of woods, but this one that I'm using that's the that's the main thing. I can't actually remember, but. Uh, Regarding the book, I will, of course, have a professional English translator. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was the next point about this. The book is out, but it's only in Denmark. Yes, that's correct. And you, you're in the process of getting it into translated for the U.S. market? Yeah, in the process of, uh, of uh, launching a Kickstarter. Okay. In order to raise some funds to get it translated and uh, and printed, uh, it's a kind of uh, expensive way to get a, a book out these days. You can either you're lucky and you get into a published company who will take all the cost, or you have to pay to get a publishing company to get your book out. Uh, so I thought, how do I get out uh, on the international scale with the book? I go and look for this Kickstarter. Uh, as I know, shoots in the US and the UK and Australia and in Canada. So, so uh, in the last, uh, the last four or five months, we have been, I've teamed up with a, with a friend of mine who's helping me and then uh, we have uh, spent a lot of time of getting ready for the Kickstarter launch. That will be right now. We are ninety percent sure that we will launch on the fifth of November, okay. Tuesday, the fifth of November. Tuesday, the fifth of November. I mean, I take one. I I get a book in Denmark and just Google Translate it. 
and so I can just look at the pictures. Google Translate. <laughs> That's the shitty Translate. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. Don't don't do that. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, if you get this out in front of the right people in in the states, I mean, I'm sure you'd, you'd be able to get a publishing company in in the U.S. I mean, it looks like a fantastic. I mean, I'd buy it. Okay. I'm drooling. You know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not too too familiar with, you know, the Kickstart thing. Is there like a, like a website people can go to? Yes, it's a it's a crowdfunding platform, and the beauty about this is about Kickstarter that uh, I'm going to get the, uh, I'm asking to get funded about. I think it's about. Uh, $21,000, and if I get funded, the book will be translated. If I don't get funded, the book will not be uh, translated and the, the project will, will not happen. But if you go in and buy the book on Kickstarter, uh, then you, of course, you will get the book if it gets funded, but if it don't get funded, you will not pay a dime. You will just get your money back. So nothing. So there's a, a win-win situation for everybody in this one. Oh, that's very interesting. I think we can get some people to buy the book. You're very welcome. Oh, I'm, 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 di- I'm, I'm dying I'm right them. now because I, I, I got to ask this question. You were been saying about aging the bacon. Yeah. Now, is that process a similar or the exact as like how they like dry age beef? So, like, aged steaks, they uh, sit in, like, a controlled environment? Yes, definitely. Uh, it's, the environment has a lot to say. Uh, the humidity and the temperature is the two uh, main factors when you have to uh, do some very good dry aging. But in, in a controlled environment, of course, that, that is good. But... It, but you can definitely also dry age outside if the temperature is low enough. That's not an issue. Yeah, of course, you have to protect it from flies and the neighbor and who else wants to eat it. <laughs> yeah, that would be a no-no around here. Yeah. <laughs> Just hanging meat outside. <laughs> yeah, well, which is very interesting because never once mm-hmm. have I thought about dry aging bacon. You know, we did. We had a show with our friend Jonathan Connie, and we did the dry aged steaks. Yeah, I wasn't here at that show. You know, you had a meeting that I know, day. I know. But you know, that's the dry aging steaks is is very popular. You know, worldwide. It is. You know, but I never thought of dry aging the bacon. Hmm. I'm, I'm, yeah, I just want to try some of your I stuff. I might have to buy <laughs> a new fridge. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and 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 when you dry age uh, meat from a cow or whatever. Then you do it for the flavor, and that is also what you do with the, yeah, with the bacon. With the bacon. And you also do it with, uh, yeah, with ham. You know the Spanish ham also. Yeah, ama from Italy and all of that. That is also uh, aged. Mm-hmm. So with every kind of meat, you can do it. I don't know about turkey or chicken or whatever. Yeah, I'm not sure. They lose. Yeah, they, they lose. lose. Just cook those up and be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's wow, Alan. I am absolutely blown did, away on this. Did, did, did he say right, they, where where people can go? 
No. Um, yeah. So, what is the 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 site that people can go to for the Kickstart? Uh, first of all, before the Kickstarter launch, you can sign up to a newsletter. Uh, on that is on, on your Facebook page. Uh, no, I think there's a link on the Facebook page, but you have to go on on Baconista, Baconista dot dk. An internet web page, Baconista. Dot DK? Yeah. Okay. It'll be in the show notes. Okay. Okay, so that'll be in the show notes. So you can just go there and click onto that. And, yep. and you also have a Facebook page as well. Yes, and that, that is called Bacon Recipes. Okay. And there is a link on his Facebook page too, I believe. And also on Instagram and Twitter and Reddit and, yeah, my God. <laughs> You, co- you covered all the bases on <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> well, you do have great pictures, so. Thank you. Yeah, I was seeing some of this. Because right, right there, that one picture of the slab of bacon brought the dry-aged pot yeah. to my mind. Because th- that, you know, it looks exactly how the beef would look. Mm-hmm. And, you, and, and you said you've been doing this for four years and you've only not liked bacon for five minutes in the four years. Yep. That's <laughs> insane. That's because I I'd even get sick of bacon at some point for a little bit, for yeah. longer than five minutes. Yeah, probably. And <laughs> it, it's not like I'm eating a, a pound of bacon every day, you know. Oh yeah, maybe but it adds it adds up. <laughs> a piece here and there, it adds up. Oh yeah. Now what what's your favorite um, bacon to consume? Ch- chicken, what say? My favorite uh, bacon. Uh, yes, to eat. Yeah, to eat uh, wild boar. I produce some bacon from wild boars. Okay. That's quite amazing. Okay. White That's, boars. No, wild. Oh, wild, wild boars. Oh, okay, wild oh, boars. Okay, <laughs> they said white boars. Well, have you ha- ever had wild boar? No. It's a completely different pork taste. Some people do consider it that would say that the way most people consume pork, you don't know what pork tastes like. Until, you yes. had the Until you've had the, the wild. Okay. Okay. So it's you know, not, like, is it gamey? No, it's, it's more of a, um, it's more of a, like an actual like red meat. Yes. Correctly. Oh. Okay. Wow. Be- because you, you, yeah. you think of how every, all the, Pigs are raised and everything and fed. Yeah. Wild boars eating whatever the hell it can find. It's eating other animals. It's actually a carnivore in the wild. You know, because if, if some, you know, it's the, you know, the theory of evolution, the, the survival of the fittest. Yep. And that's why they can, they shoot them in Texas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a completely opposite taste than what you would, you would think of actual when you think of pork itself. Mm. But you, well, oh, the wild, yeah. Oh, I gotta. I gotta go get out. some wild boar now. Jesus. Uh-huh. Oh. But Alan, thank you so much for taking some time. I know it's late there for you, so thank you so much. Yeah, Alan. for joining us. I can't wait. Uh, please, let's keep in touch. And so, once if it when it does, it's not if it is when it gets published in the United States and translated. Uh, we'll have you back. We'll have you back on that. 
and yeah. we're definitely going to get copies of that because this this book sounds absolutely incredible from the science to <clears throat> you have d- dove deeper than I would have ever thought you could with bacon. You have completely Maybe. opened my eyes to a whole new bacon world, Ass and I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Nice to hear. Yeah, Alan, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Not a problem. Not all a right. Problem. Well, that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever you find. Get your podcasts. And catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Um, the viewership has been going up a bit on um, on YouTube, which has been great. And on YouTube, you can easily find our whole catalog of all our shows mm-hmm. um, up to from the beginning to the present date. On social media, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Pit Life BBQ. Uh, questions and comments, please send them to Pit Life BBQ Podcast at gmail.com. And like always with the podcast, Please subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. Share it. The numbers keep going up, and, and it's go, absolutely great. And go get this book. And go get this book. Hit that kickstart, and let's get let's uh, get this out to as many people to get this done, published and uh, translated for English, because this is this is going to be a game changer in the world of bacon, for sure. Once again, Alan, thank you for joining us, and until next week, keep, keep the, the smoke, smoke rolling. rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.